Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here, you can find all the tools and skills you need to decenter men, center yourself, and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer, and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Hello there, and welcome back to Charlie's Toolbox. It has been some time since we last spoke, but you know, I really needed to recharge and just get some more energy so that I can produce the type of content that you guys are all craving. So I want to thank you guys for bearing with me on my break. And I want you guys to rest assured that I have some really, really good content that I know you guys are going to like. And that's very timely for, you know, some events that you guys are going through. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about this episode. This episode was requested by a couple people in the Charlie's Toolbox community. And it is a topic that has been central to my life for a little while. So I'm so excited to talk about it. And I'm kind of bummed out because it it has something to do with my life as well. But before I go into that main topic, of course, I'm going to talk about me. Of course, I'm going to talk about the song of the week. And finally, we're going to get into the main topic. So what's going on with me? A few months ago, I had a friendship breakup with someone who I considered a really, really good friend. Long story short, I found out by probing that my good friend had been harboring a lot of resentment towards me and she didn't let me know. And this built up to create a character that isn't me. Um, that she ultimately did not like. And the revelation about this, about the resentment that had been going on for a year, the character that she created out of me to justify not telling me or notifying me about these issues hurt me. And everything just hurt me. It hurt me so much to realize that, you know, my friend didn't like me at all. And it hurt me to know that she just been holding it for so long. And it was very jarring. It was very jarring because when you build a relationship with someone and they see it drastically different from differently from how you view it, it is kind of sad to see. It's sad to see it because you're like, oh, man, I I didn't we did not view this relationship the same even though we had experienced it in the same moment. And it was really sad to see this relationship dissolve. It was sad to see a friend struggle with her own issues and her own insecurities and to see it play out in such a tragic way. And, you know, I'm, I'm one of these people who try to find the silver lining or the, like the something out of it. I try to get something out of it, a lesson, an idea. And my silver lining is that from this situation, I realized how very clear I am and who I am. You know, I know who I am and I didn't allow her projections to distort that. And that was one of the things that I was very happy about because, you know, I, in the past, I would let someone else's projections 
distort my view of myself. But because I have such a firm, firm firmness on my identity, I didn't allow that to happen. I'm also happy that the truth was revealed because I am all about sisterhood. I love sisterhood. And it's one of the things that just keeps me going. And I don't want to have sisterhood with someone who resents me, with someone who feels that they can't talk to me, with someone who views me in a way that is not my character. So it was good to have that truth. It still hurt. But, you know, the good thing is I'm not in sisterhood with this person anymore. And as tragic as it sounds and as tragic as it was, I like to avoid things like that. I like to avoid being in sisterhood with someone who might think I'm competition or who might see me in a way that I don't present myself. So that was that was something that had been heavy on my heart and I worked through it. I'm okay now, but it was a very tragic thing to see unfold like this. So on to the song of the week. This song of the week is Steal by Marabou State in Holly Walker. I'm an indie girl, so you guys are probably going to get some indie songs or you guys are getting indie songs. I'm sorry, but I'm an indie girl. Um, I heard it while watching the Netflix show, The Bastard Son and the Devil Himself. And it's just a cool vibe. It's just a cool vibe. I like having good vibing music when I'm like doing my makeup or, you know, I'm um, maintaining myself or like, you know, I'm plucking my eyebrows or something like that, or I'm doing some work. I like to have some ambiance and some music in the background just to kind of just create, just create a vibe, creative energy, create a kind of mood to, to do things to. So if you need something that will create a nice little vibe for you guys, um, I would recommend um, listening to Steel by Marabou State and Holly Walker. So let's get into this main topic. Um, this main topic is the elements of a friendship. And like I said, I love this topic because friendships are relationships that have poured into me. They've taught me how to be vulnerable, how to love unconditionally, how to be myself, how to create boundaries. And if it weren't for them, I would not be the person I am today. Not only that, um, but I also chose the right people with the right heart to pour into me. And that is a vital piece of this because you can have friends for days, but if they don't have the right heart and they are, aren't on the right path, then they're, when they pour into you, it won't be as influential as, it, as they were to me. This topic is also very timely because I, like you all, I needed a reminder of what I looked for in friendships and the possibility of those friendships. It was just a nice reminder for me, like, you know what, I have, there are very set characteristics that I look for that typically um, evolve, that typically create a good friendship and a good relationship. And I just need to be reminded of what those were. You guys already know that friendships are amazing. You already know because you guys have amazing friends. And what I like about this relationship is that society hasn't trained us 
to seek these out like they do romantic relationships. You know, you aren't really bonded so strongly like you are with family. You know, you aren't, the, these aren't people who you seek out or you just have to be around. These are the people you choose. You choose them on your path and hopefully they make your life better, but sometimes they may not have made it better. They may have made it worse. And in this episode, I want to just discuss six elements to keep in mind while thinking about friendships you currently have, are open to, or are making decisions on. And I chose these six because you can build a lot of love on top of this foundation and friendships can flourish when love is being cared for and nurtured. And I just thought that these traits were, or these, this foundation are, are, is a good place to place love on top of. And it's generally a place where love can be nurtured. So my first, first, first element is the type of maintenance. You gotta kind of know you know, what type of maintenance level you and your friends are. And the reason why this is such a big thing is because if it's a mismatch in maintenance level, it can result in perceptions and intentions being skewed. For example, if the low maintenance friend does not check in or propose dates, the high maintenance friend may perceive that as a lack of interest or dislike or the friendship is not that important to the low maintenance friends, but that could be furthest from the truth. They're just a low maintenance friend. Whereas if the high maintenance friend continues to reach out and asks to go out and proposes new ideas, the low maintenance friend may view this as too demanding or too much or overwhelming. And with these friendships, the the type of maintenance like there's nothing wrong with either style of maintenance nothing is wrong or right about it when it comes to friendships these are just simply two people with two different definitions of friendship and they have to articulate that to people and give grace if people with different levels of maintenance disappoint you because it's their nature It's their nature to be a low maintenance friend or a high maintenance friend. It's not a slight. So I think maintenance is a big part of friendship because when you articulate it and when you know it, you know how the other person can be there for you and you know how you can be there for the other person. And therefore you can articulate your boundaries, you can articulate your expectations. And with those two things, love can thrive. Love can thrive. My next element that I think is very, very essential to friendships is that there has to be a foundation of mutual respect. There has to be respect between you and your friends. And I truly believe that respect is an element that is required to love. 
And this is a big one that I have seen in friend groups. I have seen friend groups that go out, meet guys, and disrespect each other. And they do this to each other. They end up harboring resentment. They end up holding on to information so that they can wait for the right time to embarrass the other. And they wait for the perfect timing to hurt each other. And that's not a friendship that is based on mutual respect. Because if you respect someone, you do not go out your way to try and disrespect them. You do not hold information in so that you can wait for the perfect time to disrespect them. And when you're thinking about respect, you really need to understand what that is. Respect is the attitude of accepting others' differences. You have to respect your friends for who they are. Even if you don't understand it, even if it's not something you would do, you need to accept it because you love this person. Because when you're in a relationship, this person is just being who they are. And you have to respect all that it is. You have to give those things that you may not understand the space to be because you respect them. You do not use who they are against them. And if you don't have the space to be you and you aren't allowing those around you to be them, that's not a respectful relationship. That is not a relationship where love, trust, care, that, that can't be built on that because you don't respect each other. You don't respect who they are, who their character is, how they navigate life. And it's hard to build love on a relationship that does not have respect. The third thing that is a great element that you well that is an element that you need to look out for or you need to be aware of is jealousy and competition i fundamentally believe that you cannot have a true friendship with jealousy and competition now i need to add a caveat caveat there is nothing wrong with a healthy form of competition where you all are inspiring each other to reach higher. I think that is okay. Me and my friend, my best friend, we have a healthy competition. We are always striving. When I see my friend do something that is very hit hit a goal, reach something, it inspires me to do the same. It inspires me to give the energy I need to achieve a goal. Same with her. That's a healthy form of competition. But downright nasty, envious, negative, festering, those festering emotions for your friends, that means that there is a self-esteem or self-worth issue that you need to fix and you need to get away from your friend. You need to fix your self-esteem away from your friends because it is not fair to them to subject them to those feelings that have nothing to do with them. That envy, that negative, those emotions are within you and you are projecting them on to your friend. 
and you have two options. You can one, get away from them or two, get away from them and fix your own self-esteem issues. Because you continuing, continuously holding that within, it is not healthy. It does not work. And if you are the person who is the subject of jealousy, then ask yourself two things. One, are you sure it's jealousy or are you delusional? Because I am one of those people who try to or tend to go to jealousy as the last option. And, or, well, actually, I try to make sure that if I label, so label someone as jealous, it is a, an appropriate label and not me being delusional. So I would ask myself, am I sure it is jealousy or am I delusional and I am reckless in how I act and it's impacting my friend? That's the question. That's the first question I would ask. And if it is truly jealousy and secret competition, you have to ask yourself if you are truly safe around someone who secretly wishes you the worst. Are you safe around someone who sees your wins as her losses? Can you nurture love on envy, jealousy, competition? Is that a space where love can be nurtured? If you are friends, can you truly be vulnerable around a person who you know will use that vulnerability to throw in your face. Friendships are where you're supposed to feel safe. And if you can't truly feel safe around someone, you kind of have to lose them. You kind of have to lose them because that's not a friendship. That's just competition. And you're, you're just around girls who want to compete. You're basically in a reality TV show. Because that's not a friendship. My next element that I think is a really, really, this is very fundamental because it is a make or breaker. Your friends have to know how to resolve a conflict. They got to have, they have to have conflict resolution skills. Because every single relationship has conflict. However, relationships that are healthy, sustained, and full of love have one thing in common, and that is they know how to resolve a conflict. They know how to say, that hurt me when it hurt. They know how to say, I am sorry when they hurt one another. They know how to take a deep breath and say, I, can I come back to this conversation when I am level-headed? They know how to say, give me a second. I need to make sure I'm calm before I tell you how you hurt me. They know how to say, what can I do to make this better? They know how to articulate the hurt, the pain, the slight. And the other friend knows how to lean in to resolve it, to help resolve it. 
So conflict resolution is a fundamental thing, element of friendship. And behind conflict resolution is respect. It's respect. It is respect and the love to know that if I tell you how you feel, how I feel, you will honor it. It is the respect that if you tell me how you feel, I will honor it. It is faith. It is knowing that your friendship is filled with love and respect. And because of that, anything you say will be taken with love and respect. And the final element that I think is essential for a great friendship, at least the foundation of a great friendship, is space for growth. Friendships require space for growth. People change, and no matter how much we wish they would stay the same, they don't. So you must prepare for growth because it's inevitable. And you must ask yourself if you can make room for this growth. You must ask yourself if your friends are making room for your growth. And if you can't or they can't, that's okay too. Because sometimes growth creates people who no longer have anything in common. And that happens. It makes no one wrong or bad. It's simply the growth that they're having. And unfortunately, it led you all down two different paths. And because of that, you have nothing in common. However, if you plan to continue to be friends with someone who grew, you must make room for this new person. You cannot throw their past in their face and you have to accept this new point of view because your friend needs this to feel free and loved as this new person they just became. You cannot allow them space for growth and then continue to remind them of where they came from because they're not that person anymore. They're this person. So you need to allow that. When you look at all of these elements, knowing your level of maintenance, foundational mutual respect, jealousy and competition, conflict resolutions, and space for growth. The thread that ties all these together is self-awareness. You need to be aware enough to know who you are, what you like, what you can make room for, and what you can't make room for. You also need self-awareness to know what it feels like when your friends aren't making, aren't making you feel loved. Because when you know yourself and are aware of how you feel, you can easily be a good friend and you can also know quickly when someone is not being a good friend to you. When you're self-aware, you can articulate your boundaries articulate your expectations and people, the people around you, they can decide whether or not they want to fit within that. And the only way that they can know whether or not they're going to be able to fit within your life is by you being self-aware and you articulating that. 
So on that note, you all take care. And I hope you really enjoyed this episode because I enjoyed creating it. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. Follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.